Welcome to the Piazza Delivery Boys podcast. Come inside and grab a seat. Before we jump into this episode, we want to thank you for your support. You can catch our podcast on Spotify. And if you like the content that we're delivering on our website, piazzaboys.com, then feel free to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to our email list. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Did we back? Can you hear me? Yes. Are we making podcasts again? Wait, Josh, you can hear me? I can. Okay, nice, nice, nice. All right. some, I actually talked to someone about this recently that uh, how they did, I think someone said they didn't like how we started all our podcasts with hello. Really? I did that on purpose because someone told me they really liked it. And thought is it, it? Okay, we're getting conflicting <laughs> reviews then, but hello, everybody. That's the uh, <laughs> Delivery Boys podcast. It's been a while. Post Nash NLCS Championship Edition. Post game seven, post World Series bound twenty twenty, baby. Oh man, how are y'all Feels doing? Good. Feels good. Dodger Nation, you better thank me later. Send yeah, me so some wing stop. <laughs> running the running gag was during um, the NLCS. Even when the postseason was, every time Austin would watch a game, we would lose, or we lose, we we start losing when he start watching. And every time I watched Kenley Jansen, he blew leads. So we had to coordinate when to watch the games at the right time. Basically, I stopped watching. I didn't watch game five, six, or seven after we went down 3-1. And did you watch Kenley pitch at all in games five and six? No. I Dude, he was masterful in those two games. He well, stopped on the side in game five. In game six, he induced weak flyouts for their in like six pitches so you really shouldn't watch he's, i shouldn't watch i haven't watched kenley since against the padres where he blew the lead oh no yeah, he since almost then he's been lead. good since then he's been decent i guess one game he didn't do well but man yeah we we are cursed bro we are we, it sucks because you know we want the dodgers to win but when they win we can't enjoy it curse but, delivery boys cares, dude we're freaking we came back three one all right, down three games, all elimination games, coming back to win it. This is the 14th time it's happened in the history of modern baseball. Is that yeah, correct? And baseball has been around for over 100 years. So, yeah, yeah take that for data. Feels good. But, uh, dude, I, I honestly, I woke up this morning and I still couldn't believe we were going to the World Series. I gave up on this series. You know, after we were down 3-1, we lost game four. Another running gag. Josh promised that he would go vegetarian if we came back and won this series 4-3. And guess what? We did. <laughs> so Josh is going to go vegetarian. <laughs> dude, it, dude, today has been so brutal. You know, I went grocery shopping like a couple of days ago, right? And I bought freaking like hot dogs for myself. I bought sandwich meats. I was going to make sandwiches, but... Give that to my parents because I can't eat that anymore, dude. Oh my gosh, it's so rough. I can still so do like other stuff. So you're doing it until the end of the year. If the Dodgers lose the World Series, I'll stop because I think I'll just be way too depressed by that time. But okay. if we go, if we go all the way, I'll do it by the end of the year. Yeah. So, so to be clear, this is so we have witnesses and we kind of set it in stone. So, if we win the World Series, you will continue to be vegetarian until the end of the year. 
Yeah. Man, that's tough, bro. Holidays are coming up. Yeah, and especially if you don't know me, it's gonna be especially tough. Yeah, we. I eat a ton of meat. We eat Wingstop religiously, so you won't be able to have that either. Yeah. Well, you eat it once a week. I eat it like once every three weeks. Yeah, but you eat enough for three weeks, though. Yeah. I, I probably eat the same amount as you do in those three weeks. <laughs> but man, what a game! I. Man, the way I reacted when we won. So I purposefully didn't watch game seven. And I was just following on game day. And when Cody hit that home run, I was following the pitches. He was fouling off the pitches on the outer third. And then he got the pitch that he wanted inside. He missed his spot. Boom. Home dude, run. I, dude, I called. I didn't, I, I didn't call it because I was watching in my room. But I was like, I saw, what was the guy's name? I don't remember that guy's name. But the, the pitcher. The oh, uh, uh, Chris Martin. Yeah, when dude, when because Martin was attacking him on the outside, right? And with that mm-hmm. one pitch on that two-two count, or he he like hit it straight down the middle, yeah. and Cody fouled it back. I was like, yeah, dude, he missed it. That was the if spot. he if he missed another one, Cody's launching it, and he did, dude. It was straight over the plate. Yeah, because if you actually watch the catcher, Darno, he's on the outer third, but he completely missed, and he caught it on the. He was going to catch it on the inside, and Cody didn't miss that time. They didn't want to give Cody anything to swing on, so they're all outside. But, yeah. dude, pops to Cody because he never, like, extended the strike zone unless he had to. Yeah. And, like, the, the ump gave him a pretty BS call. On yeah, when it was 2-0, he gave him that strike call when it was way off the plate on the outside. And Cody knew that. So he did a good job time. fouling off two pitches. Man, yeah. ridiculous, bro. Hey, yeah. I don't know if this is coincidence, but he hit a homer on the eighth pitch in that at-bat. Kike also hit a homer on the eighth pitch of his at-bat. Number eight, that was Kobe Bryant's first number in the NBA, all right? Did you Kobe know that um, Will you. Smith also hit his his single in the eighth at the eighth pitch to tie the game? Eighth pitch that he faced or eighth pitch of the bat? Because I think that was the first pitch of that bat. Will Smith? Yeah, that was the first pitch of that bat. My bad. They said I thought I thought the I thought Joe Davis said something like that, but anyways. Oh, I see. Dude. Kobe. Oh my gosh, Kobe. And then Mookie Betts, man. How? How did we get that guy from the Boston Red Sox? Dude, well, what seems know, like peanuts. You know, the crazy thing is, is like, we'll look at numbers and we'll be like, we'll look at Mookie's average and he's only hitting like 230, I think, during the, um, I'll, I'll, I'll fact check this because I don't want to be, you know, egregious. But yeah, Mookie was hitting... He hit 269 during the, the postseason, right? Which is, or the NLCS, which isn't that bad, right? That it's not bad. Good. It's not bad. Obviously, we expect more. And there were clutch moments where I think he didn't deliver. But, but he does think, his job. I think it was underrated. He walked a ton. He exactly. He got on base. Yeah. So he does his job, gets on base, and who's right behind him? Corey Seager. And he was the NLCS MVP. MVP for the Dodgers in 2020. Man, remember we had that debate about who would be the MVP this year, Josh? I mean, I'm still right, but <laughs> he had MVP during the NLCS. So, I mean, then the postseason, so props to him. Man. No, totally deserved. To have them at the top of the lineup, and I think it's crazy. I, I got mad at Dave Roberts for batting Cody sixth, especially when, in the games that we lost because – I felt like Will Smith, he just put him in the fifth spot because he was hot from the Padres series from that one game where he clinched it, where he went, where he got five hits. Right. But it paid off in the end, and I think it just went to show how deep our lineup is. It's ridiculous, bro. Like, Dude, it, AJ Pollock, 
like eight. Chris Taylor ninth. Ridiculous. It was it was ridiculous how high they put Will Smith to bat. But it's also ridiculous to see how much he like pulled through in that spot. Yeah, yeah. He hit the three run homer. Um, was it game five to go game ahead? Six, five. I don't know. He one of the games. <laughs> yeah, I think it was game five because game six we went ahead. 3-0. Oh, yeah, no, it was game five then. Yeah, you're right. And then game seven, he hit the RBI single to tie it at two on the first. Man, and that piece of hitting was crazy, too, because they, they shifted on him. He mm-hmm. purposefully placed it on the right side of the infield. Like, it was nothing, and that's not easy to do. So, yeah, the one thing that he needs to work on is hitting off-speed pitches, but I was impressed with Will Smith. I th- Okay. Yeah, these are all yeah, all great stuff. Uh, I think things that we look we need to look at as a team, as a like for like criticism's sake, you know, not just to crap on the team, but uh, starting pitching or pitching in general this series hasn't been great. I think we could both admit that, right? Outside of Urias. Outside of Urias. Also, okay, before we talk about that, dude, Dave Roberts' decision to leave Urias in to finish the game, game seven. I thought I would not see it. I thought Jansen was coming in. I thought we were going to lose that game. But when I saw Urias take the ball, I was like, dude, this game's done. Over. Game over. When I watched the highlights at the end of the eighth inning, you knew it was over. Like, when Urias got the last out of the eighth inning and he was pumped, you knew he was, he was going to go back in in the ninth. And he was not going to lose this game. Dude, and he was and he was hitting ninety six like it was insane, man. Like he hit he threw what one hundred one pitches the last time he went out a couple days ago, and then on short rest he did this three perfect innings, bonkers, bro. Yeah, and his pitching arsenal is is something else because he can just mix it up and he's a super smart pitcher too. Like he won't give you anything that you can hit really hard and everything that he induces is weak contact whether it's like a pop-out or a ground-out or anything like that. Man. I think his personal, which is actually pretty funny, is his arsenal is pretty similar to Ian Anderson, the guy we faced in Game 7 and Game 2, or 2, 3, I don't remember. But did Ian Anderson and yours have pretty similar stuff, you know, change-up, curveball, fastball, you know? Yeah. But I think, what, does yours have a slider? I don't remember. But I, uh, I think he does. I think he does. Um, but... Very interesting, like, matchups for those two. But, dude, Roberts, I was so mad at him after the 3-1. Yeah. So happy that he left Urias in to, fin- to finish the game and, you know, go yeah. World Series. At least we know his job's intact. We were talking about how we thought he was going to get fired. After so, this season. Exactly. So, speaking of Dave Roberts, I thought that if we lost the series, he's gone. Like, I had no doubt in my mind because we should not lose – we should not lose with this team. That's how good we are. And the ways we were losing was very embarrassing too. You know, it was like stacked runs in one inning and the offense just went quiet for the rest of the game. Yeah. So part of it was our bats, but I think there were a couple spots where Dave Roberts mismanaged. So like in game one, I have no idea why he put in Jake McGee in the ninth inning. Um, and then when he decides to put Jansen into high leverage situations multiple times, it's like, dude, just try something different. Um, I thought it was interesting. We didn't use Joe Kelly that much either. Um, but his usage of Bruce Dar Gratterall, Blake Trainin, um, I thought was really good. 
and he starts to rely on Arias. And I think he's kind of starting to find that balance between over managing with analytics versus like going with the hot hand because he got burned for not doing that in previous years. Um, another time where I thought he mismanaged was when he left Clayton Kershaw in, in the sixth inning in the game where Kershaw um, got dinged up for four earned runs because he was giving up a lot of hard contact. Like he got through five and he was facing Ian Anderson in game two and he's a rookie. And so I, I don't know if Doc didn't want him to get shown up by the rookie, probably not because they're professionals and they want to win the game. But yeah, I thought that was a mistake as well to leave Kershaw in that game. Kershaw pitched game three or four. No, he pitched game two. No, because he got pulled because of injury. Oh, game four, game four against Ian Anderson. Yeah, yeah game four, game four. Yeah, so but, leaving him in was crazy. And then when I saw, when I like heard that he was warming up on the radio in game six, I was like, oh my gosh, please don't put him in. <laughs> yeah, but I also thought one of the things about Urias, the way they use Urias was really interesting. Because I remember we talked about this before, but uh, Urias's first inning ERA was, was like terrible. It's like seven in the mm-hmm. seven or sixes. But once he gets past the first inning, it's around one. So Urias's problem was always the first inning. Yep. He pitched. But yeah, if you know, like Urias was never put, start, he never started at all during this series. He was always put in as a reliever role, but he like dominated his reliever role. Yeah. So maybe it's something about that first inning, something about the pace of the game that gets him going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, some pitchers need that type of added pressure, whether you're pitching down or up, like you already know where the offense is at. Um, but honestly, I, I don't know, maybe it's also could be like offensively guys might just jump at things more in the beginning of the game too. Um, Cause Walker Bueller had the same issue this year too, where his first inning was disastrous, but once he gets through that, the batting average and the earned run average goes down significantly. Um, and on that note, Walker Bueller, man, like, I think, dude, the way he grinded through those innings, especially when the bases were loaded with zero outs in game six, when we're, so we went up three, zero first inning, and then they loaded the bases up with zero outs in their half of the inning. And it was like, oh man, if we give up like three to four runs here, it's a completely momentum breaker. And I think we lose the series. But he somehow got two strikeouts, just relied on the fastball, hit 9,900 multiple times. And then he induced a ground out to get out of the inning. And I think that right there was basically a representation of this entire series. Going down, but trusting in their stuff, trusting in each other and their ability. Like, they're just mentality monsters, man. Like, they, when they went down, like, there was no panic. And I think that was the difference that I didn't see last year. Last year when we went down to the Nationals, like, game over. Like, we were done. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. But. Yeah, you know what? Dude, still clutched it out. I, I also want to talk about how the usage of, you know, our sophomore pitchers, um, D- Dustin May, right, and Gonsolin. You know, small sample size for both of them, but. They haven't particularly done well in their yeah. outings, yeah. Which is a bit concerning because you know they're the ones that the, that Roberts is going to go to to start games or to have the extended innings of relief. Um, May in Game Seven, 
did not look good in his one inning, right? Yeah. He threw eight consecutive balls to walk to the first two batters. Uh, got, Goose got kind of lit up, lit up during his, you know, at bat giving up. He gave up a homer. Yeah, he gave up a homer to Dan B. Swanson. There we go, yeah. So, uh, you know, and, you know, they did the same thing when they pitched earlier in the series. So it's kind of concerning to see. Maybe it was the game seven nerves, but, I mean, dude, it's going to be tougher in the World Series. Yeah, I agree with that. I give, I think I give Dustin May more of a pass because um, he did pitch on short notice. Uh, they let him know 1 p.m. on the day of that he was going to start. And then also he had pitched just a couple of days before. Um, with Gonsolin, I already had concerns going into the series. And yeah, I mean, it, they're just rookies, man. And that's kind of what I chalk it up to. Um, as great as they are, as talented as they are, this is probably the most high leverage situation they've ever been in in their lives. And they still somehow managed, like, giving up one run an inning, like, that's not terrible. Like, I think for a rookie, they did their job. Um, they ate up innings, and then they let the offense do the – they kept it close enough for the offense to do the work and then set it up so Julio can work his magic, man. That was that – was, that was a sight to behold. I was so relieved because, you know, like over the years, like he got injured. Like we tried to protect him. Like the kids' gloves are off now. And like he's, he's like a grown man, just like pitching in the NLCS, asserting his dominance. I'm a grown man. He's a grown man now. Mom, like, look at that. Oh, young please. Man. I hate Mark Jackson. Please don't do that. This isn't even the right sport. Yeah. Do you know, um, so I work, I work in to sell like stuff, right? And a lot, some people actually went to the game seven from my store. Dang. I really wanted to go. I want to go to the World Series. Are you going to go to the driving game? No. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. I mean, it, it, it's here at Dodger Stadium. I'll stay in my car. Buy. I'll stay in my car. I got to drive to LA from where I live. No, it's fine. Yeah, you live in like far, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. You live like in a desert somewhere. I'm surprised you have Wi Fi. I live around, Ontario. I around Ontario. Let's just say that. So, no, no, no. you live like literally in the middle of America where there's no other civilization. Okay, no, no, no. no you're thinking of like middle America, middle California. <laughs> I don't, I still live in SoCal. No, nah, you live at like Fresno or something. Okay, I don't live that far. <laughs> Uh, but I think one more thing, or at least what I want to talk about is, dude, the bats, very disciplined this series. They made, they ate up relievers and ate up pitches, even though like some of the results weren't very good, right? Like I was so surprised in game seven, how they made Anderson go up to 70 pitches in three innings. Three or four innings, I think. I wouldn't know because I did not watch. You didn't watch, but you know, they're fouling off balls like, average pitch per per like guy was like six or seven which is you know very good that's like full counts per every per you know pitcher that's gonna eat them up that's gonna get to their bullpen and uh the Rays bullpen you know we're gonna be facing off isn't as good as their starting rotation so the faster we get through Glasnow and Snells the faster we get to you know more possibly more chances to get runs yeah I actually really like this matchup with the Braves um because I think the bullpen is just super good for the Braves. And that's the strength of the Rays, actually, the Tampa Bay Rays. So we're battle-tested, and we, we know what it takes to win a series where the pitching is top-notch. 
and where things are not going our way. And so, you know, Mookie said it in his post-game interview where this is the first time where the Dodgers' backs were against the wall because the whole year, like, they've just been winning. They were just cruising through wins. And this is the first time where they had pressure on them and they, they delivered. And, yeah, this is – this is crazy because like certain players are on the decline, like Jansen, Turner, Kershaw, but somehow like we won that series from three, one down. And I think that's just a testament to the experience level because I think brave should have won that series. Like, honestly. Um, but yeah, like you can say it's a choke job. You can say it's typical Atlanta sports, you know, Georgia lost to Alabama uh, what is it? Falcons lost to Patriots when they were up 28-3. Oh my gosh, they did. <laughs> um, yeah, Atlanta sports, sorry, but uh, <laughs> you guys have not. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I was so proud of the Dodgers, man. Like, it's such a redemptive season, especially what happened last season, um, how we lost in the World Series in 2017, 2018. Like, things are coming together. When Dave Roberts got that trophy and was like, this is our year. And he yelled that out and I got chills and I believe that man, this is our year. Um, so yeah, I don't know. How'd you feel? How'd you react when we won though? Like, did you like scream? Like, did you just like stay in your room in silence? What'd you do? So when the, when the Lakers won game six, right? Like I, we we watched it. Oh, we didn't watch. You didn't watch my reaction, but I didn't do anything. I was like, "Oh, we won," you know. Even though it should have been a bigger thing, I was like, "Oh, we won," and I was like, "Nice." And then I went outside and I made myself, you know, quesadillas. But, dude, I was locked in for game for game seven. Like I was, and it wasn't like I celebrated. It was like all imagine like all of like your muscles tensing up, and then the second that pop up happened. It's just, I, I like loosened out, like I just like kind of died in my chair, right? And, but I think, you know, World Series is gonna be t- like totally different. I think instead of being like as tense, yeah, it's gonna be a lot more sh- shouting, cheering, and booing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, I also want to say, I think I also titled this video or this podcast this is, I think the Dodgers are gonna lose the World Series. And the reason I say that is because every time that I say Dodgers are winning the World Series, we we lose. I said the Dodgers were going to lose the Brave Series, and we we came back as a Dodgers. I said the Dodgers were going to lose the Padres Series, and we swept. So I'm going to keep it up. I'm not going to change a thing on how I approach this this season. We're going to lose the World Series, but real ones will know why I'm saying that. Yeah. Hey, man. Whatever it takes. Exactly. So I'm not going to eat meat. I'm not going <laughs> to eat fish. And I'm going to say the Dodgers are going to lose. Because that's what it's me, going to take. I will watch game one, but depending on how that goes, if we lose game one, I will not watch until we win the series. Mm. We can give one game. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We'll, Especially we'll against Todd Glass now. Yeah, yeah, we'll give it one game. We'll give it one game. I have to, man. I, I can't believe I didn't watch game seven. Like, I'm still <laughs> shocked that I didn't do it. Like, you're welcome. Like, seriously, bro. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. But Thank so I watched on game day. I was catching up on game day, and then my phone started blowing up when the Dodgers won. And Dude, my phone too. Yeah, I was just in my room, and like I was just sitting there, and I was like, I can't believe this happened. And 
but I felt like so much adrenaline and I was so excited and happy and I couldn't believe it. I was like, dude, I got to do something. So I straight up just walked out of my room. I started screaming and shouting and ran around my house. And my mom was lying down on the couch watching her iPad. She's like watching Korean drama or something. And then she got scared and then she got mad. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, Dodgers won. And she's like, oh, they won? I was like, yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then she got mad at me, but it's all good. I just, I just had to let it out somehow. You know, you're not a baseball family. If, you're, if, your, family, if your mom's asking, well, why are you screaming? Because my, my family, we screamed. Like, my house was, like, yelling. Oh, yeah, my mom is not a fan. Um, my, my dad watched the game without me because I didn't watch it. Um, yeah. And he, I think he's more of a baseball fan than a Dodger. Obviously, he's a Dodger fan because he's from L.A., but not as big as me. But, um, yeah, like, he, he was so happy that we won. And especially because the game was so good. Like, game seven was, like, a classic, like, game seven. I think non-Dodger fans, non-Brave Sam will also remember this game, too. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think even my dad, he had, like, a moment where, like, he couldn't believe what happened with, like, the catch from Mookie, like, the homers from Kike and Belly, and, like, Urias with the three perfect innings. He walked into my room this morning, and, like, we talked about it even more today. And it's like, it's like, man, I never thought this man would initiate a conversation with baseball because I always do that. But that's how excited he was. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's surreal. Um, another reason why we want to is Kike won the – he wore the Kobe jersey. Oh, dude. Dude, Kike was so clutch. He only hit like three times, and every time he hit was clutch. Locked in, bro. He had two homers this series in the limited at-bats that he had. Super clutch. Dude, just in playoffs in general, he has eight home runs in the postseason. He hit three in one game. <laughs> I know. Game five against the Tied Cubs. for the most RBIs in one game in postseason history. NLCS game five. Let's go. I remember where I was when we clinched that uh, World Series berth. I was driving home from UCLA after visiting Peter Jun. I think I was home. Yeah, Yeah. I was watching it. But anyways, good stuff, World Series. We're going to lose. Let's go. Yeah, let's lose this one, Dodgers. Let's get it. Let's keep keep Josh vegetarian. So annoying. (laughs) I can't believe you said that, but... Honestly, I'm convinced that if you didn't say that, they would not have won. I have some too. So I, I want to take some credit for that. Yeah, yeah. You get some credit for that. You get some credit for that. All right. Let's move on. Put her up! All right. So we were talking about Glasnow and Kershaw starting game one, right? And that's kind of the what's going to lead into this section of the podcast, which... We're going to try comparing who has the edge in this World Series, right? It's Rays versus, um, Rays versus Dodgers, and I don't think we faced off this year against each other. I don't think we did. Right. I remember we faced off last year. Okay. Yeah, it's been a minute. So, um, you know, just from, you know, before I start pulling up numbers, Austin, who do you think has the edge just from your eye? Uh, just from knowing what I know about the two teams, um, I'd say Dodgers. 
And actually, I don't think it's that big of a gap. I actually think that it's closer than most people think. Um, but the reason why I give it to the Dodgers, so I believe the Rays have a better pitching staff and they're hotter right now. Um, so that's a slight advantage to the Rays. But I think the offensive gap is bigger for the Dodgers. Um, the Dodgers are have more advantage there and the gap there is much wider than defensively. They're both good defensively and pitching wise, I think Rays are slightly better. Um, like the Rays entire offense in the ALCS was Randy, right? So um, yeah, unless they start hitting better than one for 19 with runners in scoring position, I, I don't know how the Rays are going to win that series. But the reason why I say the gap is not as big as people think is anything can happen in a seven game series. A couple bats can get hot. A um, couple pitchers can get hot and that can, that can win you a world series. Um, so, but yeah, I would give it to the Dodgers. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes seven games, actually. Mm. <laughs> I hope not. I really hope not. I hope we win it in like four or five. Right. <laughs> um, so you're right in terms of the offense, right? So, like, offensively, do the Dodgers are just looking at numbers, are the second, uh, second best like hitting team statistically? Right, uh, in terms of like OPS, so for power and for on base. Um, as a team, Dodgers hit this season, not right, not postseason included, but the season, uh, Dodgers hit 256 as a team and hit pretty well for power at 483 for slugging. So 821 for on base, on base plus slugging. Uh, compare that to the Rays, who didn't do too bad, but they hit 238 as a team. Uh, 429, 425 for slugging and 753 for OPS. So not bad. Uh, only differences is the Rays as a team struck out a lot more than the Dodgers do. Yep. That's another stat that I, I forgot to mention, but you're right. And, you know, Dodgers in terms of like, just like numbers, like they hit more, they get more hits, they, you know, hit more for extra base hits, more RBIs, you know, score more runs. But uh, all that to say is the Dodgers playing in the East, the West, the, the West and West, which is pretty weak right now, aside from the Padres, but you know, the Giants are rebuilding at uh, D backs are rebuilding. So Rockies suck. Rockies fell off after the first week of baseball as usual, by the way. Um. The only thing that the Rays have more than the Dodgers is, or one of the few things is, uh, they steal more bases. They're more aggressive on the base path, and um, they they walk more. So it'll be interesting, you know, seeing how yeah. the Dodgers decide to attack this. So they're actually kind of like how the Dodgers were in the World Series in 2018, 2017, and maybe even last year's NLDS where was feast or famine offensively because the Rays, I think it's a, I think it's like a ridiculous percentage. It's like 76% of their runs come from a home run or something coming into the world series this postseason. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy to me. And, and majority of those home runs are coming from Randy. What's his last name? Aros Arena. Who's a rookie by the way. But only the fourth thing, rookie to ever win the MVP. 
Yeah. But I mean, one thing I didn't understand what the Astros were doing, they kept pitching to him. <laughs> like, like he, he was torching them the whole series, but they kept pitching to him and like he kept raking. So in this, in the defense, like the Arizona got hot early, you know, so the game, game seven against the Astros, he hit his two run bomb, which was a huge like offensive swing in the first inning. Like you're not going to walk someone in the first inning. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, you don't have to walk him per se, but you can pitch around him and you don't have to like pitch to him um, aggressively, which I think they were doing a little too much of, but he's their only source of offense um right now and that's the reason why i think there's an edge to the dodgers but um yeah i don't know like that makes me nervous to say that so i'm gonna say dodgers are gonna lose actually (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah just looking at just looking at um the offensive matchup um dude the the rays picked it up during the um, during the postseason right so like, not only did Arizona have a fantastic postseason because he hit almost 400, <laughs> but uh, G-Man Choi, our Korean boy, did um, he hit pretty well, too. He, he hit 290, you know, for power. Well, almost He almost had a 1,000 OPS um, with all of his clutch hitting and extra base hits. And it's like their team is heating up, but the World Series, you know, your versus, you know, different league players. Yeah, it's a different stage. Yeah. Um, and, like, on the flip side, the Dodgers are a completely different team than they were last season. Like, Seager wasn't completely healthy. We didn't have Mookie Betts. Like, we can win and we can score runs without the whole run ball now. Um, like, we're still kind of figuring out how to hit with runners in scoring position. But we seem to be able to get those clutch hits when we need it. Like Will Smith, like that was so crazy. Cody Bellinger, like people that have been struggling still managed to find a way to get those clutch hits. So this season just feels different, man, compared to before where it's like if we're not getting a home run, we're just striking out. Um, right. But not this season. Um, and that's why I have a lot of hope. So you agree that Dodgers are going to lose? Uh, no, they're going to lose. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But, four games, right? In four games. Exactly. Um, another thing, too, that I kind of want to look at is, you know, the starters, of course, because we all know, you know, Glasnow, Blake Snell, Charlie Morton. Uh, Glasnow got kind of lit up. Not lit up, but he didn't look very good during his postseason. Yeah, especially against the Yankees. Right. And Snell, I, uh, I think I said this. I didn't say it during this. I said I was talking to Austin before this. But after he came back from Tommy John's last season, he hasn't looked very good. You know, his stuff isn't, like, moving very fast. He's not throwing for velocity as much. Um, you know, not that being said, like, you know, the Dodgers aren't doing particularly well either. But um, I think we overestimate. It's not wrong to say that we're overestimating or people are overestimating the, the – um, their starting rotation, but that being said, anything can happen. So this also could could bite me in the butt later. Yeah, let's just say uh, let's just say you're not going to be vegetarian. Right. Yeah, but um, like like Kershaw, you know, we have Kershaw. We have if you if you look purely on like ERA, WHIP, and you know, hitting for average, like Kershaw, 
Bueller, Urias, May, they all stack up, if not do slightly better than Morton, Glasnow, Snell. Um, also, they got Diego Castillo, Peter Fairbanks, or Pete Fairbanks. You know, like they're, they have some solid relievers too, but yeah. it's, yeah, those like with any baseball game, it's going to come down to which reliever, which pitchers are going to be more consistent and can limit the offense. But yeah, yeah I think you said this already, but for the Rays, I think it's going to be more about limiting offense. And for the Dodgers, it's just going to be about how consistent our pitching is. Yep. Um, another thing to note is the disparity in their salaries. <laughs> oh, dude, don't, don't think that. Shh, shh, shh. I, I don't mean, need to know that. I mean, you have to say it, like, because some people don't know, but Los Angeles is a big market team. Tampa Bay is a small market team. The whole Tampa Bay roster for the World Series, I think it's about, like, $28 million around there, $28 million prorated. But for the Dodgers, just Clayton Kershaw and Mookie Betts for this year is more than that, I think. Yeah, so it's $28 million for the Rays. Dodgers are like $26 million or something. Something like that. It's like comparable. But it's just like two players. And I think it's so insane that Dodgers the Rays made it here. Million. So you already know that all of America who are not Dodger fans are going to go for the Rays. Like, it's such a feel-good story. Um, seemingly Cinderella team, but man, they are so well-managed. Kevin Cash is a great manager. Um, yeah, so we'll see, man. It's just they're just so totally different teams in a lot of ways. Um, so it's interesting because I feel like their styles are so different. Oh, the Ro- the Rays never won a World Series either, dude. Are we gonna give another first World Series to a- another team? Yeah, we are. That's really gonna bother me. We are. Oh, I I thought that the Rays won a World Series. Well, I was thinking of the Royals. And the Royals, again, are another small market team. But let's be honest, all right, for all the baseball fans, all five of you out there, right? Like, you don't want the Rays to win. You don't want Tampa Bay to win. You don't want Florida to win. You want L.A. to win, all right? You want to win for Kobe. You want, you want a, a repeat, a two-peat L.A. championship, right? That hasn't been done since 1988 with Kurt Gibson's home run and Magic Johnson, okay? You want this to happen. Yeah. And uh, Kobe dies, so, let's win it for, so we can win it for Kobe too. Yeah. Everything LA does now is for Kobe. Yeah. Man, I'm looking up some stats. There's no reason for the Dodgers to lose with this one. Like, even positionally, our players are so much better than the Rays. Yeah, but you, you know, you underestimate, uh, you underestimate the October Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all right. Uh, I mean, I'm excited still. I, I, I just like good baseball. Like, Honestly, I am being dead serious about this. When 
game seven was happening, I would have been okay if the Dodgers lost, just of how good of a game that whole like no. game was. No. Our expectation okay. was to make the World Series. If we right. if but we a, got that close and lost, I would have rather lost in five. As a game, right? Because we talked about this with, with the, the Astros game. In hindsight, looking like in hindsight, it's terrible. But in the moment, we said this, like, dude, that's one of the best games at the time. You know, that one of the best World Series games we've ever seen. But, you know, we still lost. I would have felt the same way about game seven. Yeah, anyway, we have to, differing opinions on that. Back to the Rays, like, yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a really interesting series. Like, like there's too many, the differences between the teams, like statistically, are pretty big. But seeing how both teams are on like a hot streak coming into the World Series, the little things are what's gonna matter. You know, like how how well the young players come in, if Kershaw can actually match up with Glasnow, if Glasnow is gonna have his you know spectacular you know two pitch arsenal on yeah. point. Yep. Game one is tomorrow or tonight if you're watching this before the game starts. Or it already happened. Yeah. See how accurate we were. <laughs> oh, are you stressing already? I'm kind of getting stressed. No, I'm relaxed, dude. Why? How are you so relaxed? Because I didn't think we'd get this far. <laughs> But it's like we got this far, so might as well make the most of it. Right, but I, this is how I felt when we went against the, the Red Sox. Okay, this is different, bro. We this have a better team than that team. This is. And, you know. Like I that think- year, we legit should not have made the World Series. This year, no excuses. Like last, that 2018, I was glad we made the World Series. This year, if we lose, I'll be livid. Especially to the Rays. Please. Yeah, but you also have to understand that last season I was destroyed because from the Dodgers losing in the first round. So, you know, I can't get much lower from there. But anyways, uh, yeah. Good luck, Dodgers. Good luck, boys. Maybe I'll drive. Maybe I'll fly to uh, Arizona to see you. Or no, not Arizona, Texas. You want to go? Yeah. <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I have to be careful though cuz yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Oh man. If we do go, we'll 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 uh, post it on our, our IG. Yeah, fireworks were going crazy last night. Yeah. When the Dodgers won. Uh, dude, if we win, I'm getting a Mookie jersey though. From me. You already know, bro. <laughs> nice plug. Do you have any uh, merchandise you want to purchase? Come to Hacienda Outlets at La Puente, California, 1320 North Hacienda Boulevard. We just got Mookie Betts jerseys and uh, at Lakers Championship hats. Anyways. So our predictions, just to be sure, just to be clear, Austin is Dodgers are losing, and we're gonna win this whole thing, right? Yeah, we're losing in four. Josh is not gonna be vegetarian anymore, and I will still not watch any game. And baseball will continue to be terrible. Baseball sucks, man. 
Except yesterday night. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Except yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you already know, bro. All right, guys, that's it for today. And it's closing time for our pizza parlor. So get out. Thanks. And have a safe trip home. See you next time. See you next time.